it's Ruby and welcome to the Own Your Hustle podcast. I'm a free spirit Sagittarius born at 1111 and this may have something to do with my clients saying I'm all about abundance and alignment. You're in the right place if you're an online coach ready to meld your badass strategies with spiritual connection because, well, this is the only way I know how to own my hustle. Inside of these episodes, I'm going to show you how to strategically grow your business and also allow for the universe to meet us halfway. Are you ready for the magic to take place? Well, let's get started with today's episode. So let's get started creating a model for your spiritual typography. And this is something that I have just love discovering more and more of as I've dived deeper and deeper into business. And I think a lot of it comes from this real search and an understanding of who I am and who you are. And all of this that I'm speaking about today, take what really resonates and also the things that you're like, "Mm, maybe not so much for me. But when I was in corporate, one of the things that I did as part of my day job was do a whole bunch of personality and uh, almost just like work personality testing. So it could be things, psychological testing, things like HBDI or Myers-Briggs or DISC profiling. Has anyone ever done any of those types of testing before? It's very insightful up to a certain point. It's insightful, obviously, from a work context or from a way in which that you're driving relationships or looking at emotional intelligence in the workplace, there was something missing for me personally. I was looking for what else was there to uncover that I couldn't quite see in front of me, nor could these tests at work show me. But I really was on this great journey of discovery. And so entered in a couple of different ways that I've been looking at my spiritual typography or my spiritual profile and taking the things that serve. And some of the things that, you know, some of the typography type containers will tell you or share with you might not necessarily resonate, but also pay attention to what doesn't resonate. It could just be the ego coming in and you're saying, oh my gosh, I'm nothing like that. What the heck? Or you might actually be not quite ready for that yet. And you still have to go through some other learnings and challenges in your life to look back in hindsight and realize, Oh, that's what that was saying. So in today's context, I want to talk about the ways in which that I've drawn from typography and profiling, and I'm going to talk about my favorites. So there are so many out there that I'm actually still yet to fully discover and yet to fully dive into, but these are my top four, I think I've got. Yeah, top four. So the first one is astrology. I'm sure it's of no surprise if you've listened to the podcast before and you've seen me on my live streams, I love astrology. In fact, I've even been playing with the idea of going deeper into studying astrology for business and being able to read my clients' charts and whatnot. But I feel that might be the end of 2021, maybe even a 2022 project. It's just something that I always find as common ground with me and my clients. And we love talking about it as well. In fact, a lot of my clients are natal chart readers, astrology, 
experts, they read the stars. Like it's so cool having these discussions with my clients. And as a side note, one of the things that I've spoken to my besties about, and certainly one best friend in particular, she said to me, don't you think it's so interesting when you want something more in your life and they show up in the form of clients. And so this has definitely been the case in this last year of 2021. Most of my clients have actually been um, healers, spiritual leaders in their own right, you know, really connected spiritual beings. And that was what I was craving this year. And one of the things that I've also been doing a lot more of is eating better, eating cleaner, just pay more attention to my nutrition. And one of my new private clients who signed up last month with me is an amazing nutritionist. Shout out to Liv Kaplan, gets lots of media coverage and she just knows her shit. It's absolutely amazing seeing her in action and has really inspired me to take better note of what I'm putting into my body. Anyway, side note, getting sidetracked. So astrology for me, for those of you that love astrology, I am a Sagittarius sun, a Pisces moon and an Aquarius rising. So a nice mix of energy and elements there for sure. And every time I look at the the different signs and I read up further about it for business and the way that I show up as an entrepreneur and as a coach, I just think, wow, it's so damn true. And it's because I'm available for it. It's because my heart, my soul is really open to searching for what resonates. And that's something that maybe 10 years ago, I would have been read it in clear or cosmopolitan magazine and just thought, Oh, what a load of bullshit. But there's something has changed in the last decade where I've really enjoyed listening to what it is that hits my intuition on the right spot. And I'm bang right there. That's exactly what I want to hear. So outside of sun, moon and rising, And by the way, I've had my natal chart read recently by one of my clients who's also now a co-coach inside of Rituals in Business. Her name is Yashika Lind of Yashika's Intuition. And I did a natal chart reading with her a couple of months ago. She was also a guest on the podcast. And I'm actually also going to do a birthday reading with her where she reads for the next 12 months and what's going on in my chart. But one of the things that really struck a chord with me was diving deeper into my North Node. The North Node study and knowing the South Node has really been so pivotal in the way that I think about spiritual typography for business. And the way that she explains it to me is it's very much around your karmic destiny and also what you're here to learn in this lifetime, what you've also learned in previous lifetimes and what you're leaving behind and what feels comfortable, what feels out of your comfort zone. And that to me just feels like all sorts of yummy. So my North node is in Taurus and my South node, which is the direct opposite sign is in Scorpio. And it makes so much sense. I've, I've just dived into so much YouTube on this. My entire YouTube feed is full of astrology, by the way, but I've, I've dived so much into what this means exactly for me and my learnings around being a Taurus North node. And actually I might read out what's in my actual natal chart reading, which is so just interesting. And this is from Yashika. She said to me, or she said in the report, your North node says that your soul's purpose is to make yourself a priority and nurture yourself and build a stable, secure, comfortable life for yourself that is both spiritually and materially rich. Yes. Beautiful things increase your mindset. This is so, so true. Making money, valuing yourself, self-reliance are all important in this lifetime. 
live life to the fullest, embrace sensuality, one of my favorite words, sensuality, and be comfortable with having nice things. And this is just so, like it just resonated with me on many levels. Then she also talked about my south node being in Scorpio. Your south node wants you to change the relationship you have with yourself because your soul has been too comfortable and struggles with pain. I suppose this is the past life regression work that I've been doing a lot of this year and looking at my shadow and being a Scorpio South node, I have this reliance on external validation, something that I've worked very, very much on and I am getting I'm getting good at it. I'm getting good at drawing that beautiful validation from within. And not so ironically, it's something that I also attract a lot of with my clients. My clients will ultimately be my mirror and they'll say, Ruby, I have so many issues just finding validation and finding truth and knowing that I'm really worth it. And doesn't the universe just deliver past versions of yourself, either literal past versions in this lifetime or lifetimes past where I I know exactly what my clients feel. I like at a deep knowing soul level, I literally look them in the eye and it's none of that bullshit. Trust me. I know what you're going through. It's like, literally, I fucking know what you're going through. And this is something that is in, in the stars. It's in my South node. And she goes on to say, instead of merging, you need to find inner security. And anytime you gave your power over to anyone or anything, it can feel like a rug was ripped out from under you to get you to be more empowered and self-reliant. And boy, did that happen in this lifetime during my Saturn return. Damn, it was full on. And for those of you that have heard about my Saturn return, it was massive. I mean, my whole every single structure in my life came tumbling down and it really felt like that rug was just like pulled from me. That was a really defining moment in terms of understanding who I wanted to serve in business, who I wanted to work with, my coaches, my amazing service-based entrepreneurs who also are going through this moment of really finding that gorgeous self-reliance and finding that power from within. So something that I'd love to encourage all of you to do, if you love astrology, take a look and focus on your North node and your South node and just YouTube it. Or if you have, you know, some cash to splash and you love investing in yourself, I would definitely encourage you to get a natal chart reading. I highly recommend Yashika's intuition. She's so thorough. I think it's something like a 20 page PDF that you get. And then you also get a one-to-one call with her so she can help you really unpack what's gone on, you know, what, what is happening in the stars for you as well. I hope that you are loving this conversation so far, and I'm quickly jumping in to share a video series all about blending your business with that spiritual juju. This is available only on the podcast. You won't be able to find it anywhere else on my website or on socials. And guess what? It's absolutely free to access. All you need to do is jump into the show notes to download and watch right after this episode. Enjoy. The second type of spiritual typography I love, so just to recap, the first one being astrology with focus on the North Node. The second type is of no surprise, once again, human design. I 
love it. I love it so much. I started studying human design in November and December of 2019, and I'm still such an avid learner. I'm not quite being called to do readings yet or not quite called to really teach it in my coaching. But what has happened is I've had clients once again, who are human design readers and who have come into my life at this divine time, not only for me to draw from, but those that I can also share with my community, with all of you and gift readings to, and share the things that I'm discovering in my own spiritual typography. So uh, if anyone would like a reading on human design, I can highly recommend Crystal Alferrero And she is just, oh, she's amazing. Although I think she may be booked out for the rest of this year, or maybe she might have some bookings left, but very, very, very few. So if you do want a reading with Crystal, then send me a DM. I can, I can hook you guys up or look up Crystal Al Ferrero spelt very phonetically like that. So one of the things I love about HD, I'm a manifesting generator with astrology. I focus on the North node with human design. I like to focus on my authority. So my authority in particular is an emotional authority. It means that my solar plex is really defined. So if you look at the my body graph, it almost looks like on the right side, there's a triangle on the sort of this part of the my body graph. (laughs) this called splenic I think it's like it's like you're around your solar plexus and if it's colored in it means you're defined there and I actually think I remember reading most of the world is emotional authority I might need and any human design experts then feel free to correct me but most of the world is lent on emotional authority and it's just so true for me you know a lot of the way that I make decisions is very emotionally based and you know that those those questionnaires and they say do you base your decisions on data or do you base it on gut feel it's literally like an emotional reaction I either get goosebumps all over my body or I feel instantly sickened by the thought or I get really frustrated that's part of my human design as well and I have this full-on emotional reaction to it and when I was in my accounting days and I was looking at all the data all the numbers I was also a management accountant which meant I was interpreting the data for my clientele and for my stakeholders and I'd say look the numbers are saying this but I just don't feel it's right it's just not right someone either fucked up the numbers, they're botching things up, or it doesn't, this isn't your forecast. What's going on here? And I would always be right. And they'd say, Ruby, like, how did you know that? I'm like, I don't know. It's just an intuitive thing. It's just, I don't always believe the data and the numbers that's right in front of me. And that's a very sort of practical career example. But in terms of business now, it's the same deal. I was speaking to one of my clients this morning, Sarah, about how I track my numbers and my data. I track my social media. I track my capacity planning. I track my sales, my forecasting, my launch plans. Like I I look at the numbers. I still very much love to see the numbers and the data, but a lot of it is driven by my solar plex. A lot of it is driven by the way that I make decisions. Now, one thing that I will say for those of you who are more so lent on an emotional solar plex authority is you have to learn patience. And this is one of the things that mm, 
damn, like many lessons came through for me as well to avoid premature action that you're conditioned to take just exercise patience. It definitely has been one of the biggest takeaways in business. And whenever I'm creating a business model for anyone who works with me, or I think about my own future business model, I know that I have to have time for boundless, unstructured bits in my day so that I can exercise patience. And I'm not just making quick throwaway decisions that feel right in the moment, but I'm not actually really thinking about it. And that's something that that was a, a sort of, I wouldn't say a big mistake, but it definitely was something that I didn't necessarily think about when I started in business. And I made like a whole bunch of crazy decisions. And then later on down the track, like make sure you build a business model around that. And it's such a huge lesson. The collaborations I would say yes to and make decisions on, sure enough, it would get to the day or the week. And I'd be like, why did I say yes to this? I don't even want to do this. And yet here I am doing all this preparation and doing the, the slides and all this prep time. And I'm like, I never actually wanted to do this. So the thing is with emotional soul plex authority, you have to just take the time, factor it into your day. It'll just be a complete saver, saver, savior for your business. Okay. Third type of spiritual typography, Chinese Zodiac I've got a rat in the house. This is the year of the rat, the great destructor. Go figure, right? The world is in destruction. Well, it depends what lens you look through, but we are known to just sort of fuck shit up a little bit and to do some crazy stuff and to mess everything up. And how I use this for business is I focus, because there's all these things I'm talking about. It's so complex, right? There's so many things you can look at, but this is how I really take from it. I look at the energy. I look at the personality type that I am and what the rat says about what I do and who I am and all that sort of stuff. And I will take things and then, so oh, this is actually a really perfect example. So I looked at the energy of rats and what we would be a career fit for. I remember actually looking at this years and years ago when I was sort of lost in my career and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it says all these things about rats are really independent. They have a fantastic imagination. They're really savvy. So if, you know, they're just really smart, switched on, really savvy, and and they'll never go hungry. There's always, it's very resourceful. So we'll never run out of anything. We'll never run out of money, never run out of resources. It's just, we'll just find a way. And that's definitely been my case where I've been in debt, um, not really sure. There's, there was a moment in my life, story for another day, where I didn't know how I was actually going to get my next meal. And definitely a story for another day. I, I didn't know how I was going to like feed myself and I had no food in the pantry, but we made a way, you know, there's, there's always, there's moments like that where I thrive out of getting out of crazy, shitty situations, but I can also sometimes like this is my like past self. I think I would find myself in those situations as an addiction and be in this place of like, I want to be in the dark, scary place so I can get myself out of it. And that's also been something that I've really realized in this lifetime where I don't need to create the drama in order to be who I am. I can just be, you know, 
So um, one of the things from a, a rat perspective is it said this in the reading. It's like rats probably aren't so great at making, uh, what was it? Oh, making courageous decisions. So steer away from being a police officer and uh, for being in political positions, positions of leadership, and don't be an entrepreneur. <laughs> like excuse me <laughs> I reread that and I thought that is just so wrong like for for me but there will be different readings and different people who will interpret different things and of course take it with a pinch of salt so there is a really perfect example right of when you read something in your spiritual typography and you go whatever yeah so just just take it and it's not meant to everything here is not meant to drive your life it's literally meant to be a guiding light we still have free will this is the thing we have free will and everyone's chart is going to look very very different so just like astrology in chinese zodiac you also have different placements and all of this is a very general reading so it's just so important to go and get your own personalized reading in order to interpret what comes out of these spiritual typography type questionnaires or or a quiz. So, and the fourth one that I want to talk about today, my emerging uh, spiritual typography, which I'm loving, by the way, is discovering my archetype, my goddess archetype. Yes. And guess again, I have one of my clients to thank for this, Leticia Andrak of essential shift. I'm also reading a book called Goddess. I am loving it, but in particular, Yashik has introduced me to it. My own personal spiritual mentor, Lindsay Schroeder of R&R has also helped me actually create my own goddess, which I love. Like I see her and I'll describe her to you for sure one day, but this is something that I am loving. And it's a great way, once again, to look at the energy of an archetype. I actually posted one today because I've been seeing swans everywhere, swans everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. So there was a swan that literally just floated by on the water here. One swan alone, just doing its thing. I had a swan come up in meditation, a swan come up in dreams. Uh, One of my clients just showed me the $50 note in Australia. It has a swan on it. And the goddess that Leticia shared with me on the podcast that I really resonated with had swans around her. It was just so stunning. And so, yeah, just thinking about with goddess energy types, are they a warrior? Are they a receiver? Do they act in flow? Which is something that I've been really called to this year of really stepping in and claiming my feminine flow and that feminine power. And goddess archetypes really help you do that. You know, there's Hindu goddesses. There's goddesses that are definitely more like Scandic, for example. You can create your own, just go with whatever feels great. But there's also a really beautiful oracle card deck, which is like all goddesses. And you look at the goddess and you see what parts of her really stand out to you. So Lakshmi is one of my favorite goddesses, just with all the abundance. And she's just got coins flowing out from her hands. And she is just so freaking stunning. Goddess archetypes. There you go. So overall, this has been such a fun, and this is, this is the point, right? Like 
it's been such a fun part of business for me. And it really, at first, I really wasn't taking it all that seriously. It would be something like I kind of sort of sometimes read and I always found a real joy in it. And two and a half years later, a million dollar business, loving discovering all things around flow and spirituality. It's still in my life. It's so prominent. I freaking love it. I think it's just really such an integral part of my own mindset. I sometimes go to it to really hear and listen from my guides and tune into my intuition that way through certain readings. It's my lens, the way that I see energy. So remembering to always follow what brings you that joy, that spark, that playful fun. Because when you build a business that doesn't feel good for you, then you are like that pilgrim. You pack up that little knapsack, you fling it over your shoulder and you go looking for the answers. Okay. There's always so many beautiful outlets and avenues in which you can access guides and messages and intuition and connection. And from within that emotional gut feel or that soul shifting moment where it just falls into place and the light bulb comes on and you think to yourself, This is exactly what I should be doing. Human design does this for a lot of people where you realize I'm not meant to pitch and pitch and ask and ask and do and do. I am meant to receive and inform and be in my energetic state and be a magnet and a lighthouse to the people that see me and find me. And what I do is not necessarily sitting there doing nothing, but it's here as I'm sharing my energy with all of you. There's going to be a ton of you listening to this podcast podcast or watching me on my live stream going, damn, she is my business coach. She is my life coach. She is my spiritual mentor and we'll be working together at some point, but I'm not here spinning out a pitch going, oh, you know, there's only 24 hours left to pay me at this level and work with me and all of that. No, it just doesn't suit my style of selling. And yet my style of selling, the more that I have been able to step into that authority of connection, of sharing, of being authentically who I am, that's how I built a million dollar business. That is how I continue to share with my clients, how they can create a business model that feels so abundant and overflowing and connected to their soul like never before. So I hope this has been a really, really insightful way of looking at creating a business model for your spiritual typography. I hope I've inspired you to go and search for certain focus points or focal areas like your North Node or your authority or looking at goddess archetypes. And we'll we can keep this conversation going. It's just always so much fun. I could sit here and we could be here for hours and crack open a bottle of champagne and still keep going about this. Like I want to sit in circle with all of you and learn about your spiritual typography and then basically just like strategize the best business model we can for your beautiful type. But I must run. Big love, everyone. Bye. Well, there you have it. Thank you so much for sharing an energetic space with me today. I truly hope this has given you a new perspective to embrace and ponder on how these learnings are going to help you grow and expand as an entrepreneur. Did you know every single month I have a little giveaway? Don't we love a good giveaway? (laughs) So to enter into the draw to win an annual pass inside of the Rituals in Business membership worth $900, 
$997. All you need to do is hit the subscribe button, share this episode and this podcast out on your socials. And if you could kindly leave a review with how this podcast has helped you change your life and business, tag me over on my Instagram account at underscore rubyly underscore, and we'll announce the winner at the start of each month. Thank you so much again for joining me. And I can't wait to catch you in the next episode. In the meantime, remember, you can absolutely own your hustle.